everybody. You're tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right. It's me. Uh, today, yeah, it's more of a confessional episode. Just going to go ahead and give a fair warning. If you don't like Mad About It, you might not like this as the first one. Maybe you will. I don't know. But uh, this is kind of just to catch up and... Uh, kind of update what's been going on it's been forever since I made an episode and I I, I think that the best way to title the episode and maybe the 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 best summary of what this is going to be is Becky sucks at being trans absolutely sucks at it garbage, garbage trans person I'm not sure if you can fail at being trans but I, I feel like I am um I tried to change my name, fuck that process up, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I lost, like, all my work, all my money because of COVID, and, uh, I was supposed to be, like, working a new job this summer, but, uh, I lost that job because of COVID, not because of, like, me or being trans, which is what I'm used to losing the jobs for, but this time it's just from the pandemic. Pandemic's fucked my life to death. And you know, I it wasn't I wasn't really running at full speed before this. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I was like conquering the world single handedly with my micro penis before this. I I was uh uh you know I mean, now I have I have much more dick than I used to, but it's still micro penis, and I'm still struggling with just about every part of being trans, other than uh, taking my hormones. And to be honest with you, I'm even kind of struggling with taking my hormones. I'm really having a hard time with the injections, and I really would like to switch to the gel, but I can't afford the gel because I I don't have my old insurance. I lost my good insurance, and now on Medicaid and it's garbage insurance, and they only cover the injections. And I should not insult the insurance. I'm extremely grateful for the insurance. I don't, I can't, I can't, it's not bad insurance. It's wonderful insurance. The problem is it doesn't cover the, the version of the medicine that I need. So for me and my, my, my transition and my health goals, it's not the best medicine I could be on. So why am I on it? I don't know. Why does the insurance not care about my quality of life? I don't, I don't fully understand. But, um, it just is what it is. I'm dealing with all these things. And uh, because I suddenly have all the free time in the world, I, I guess I just like completely crumbled and got extremely depressed. And um, also, I, I hate to blame JK Rowling for, for more than she's already been blamed for, but like, uh, fuck that lady. She made me real depressed. She turned all my straight cis friends into transphobes. She turned all my gay friends into into like anti-everything people i just i can't even talk to anybody anymore i feel like i can't talk to anybody without getting angry and i can't tell if that's because i'm like broke and depressed and feeling hopeless or if that's because a lot of the people in my life i just genuinely don't have anything in common with you know like like like, uh i you know i i moved here fresh out of college and i just kind of try to figure out like what the fuck am i even doing the good news is is I, i decided to put my energy into a new school program that should hook me up with the technology 
based job here pretty soon, but like, uh, and that should hopefully help with the podcast and it should help with the finances. So I like, I fixed the problem, you know what I mean? But I'm still in the like waiting period between the actual nonstop bullshit that sucks and the easy part. So I, I'm still in the, the bullshit period. Um, good news is I, I am liking I love being trans I, I even though I suck at being trans I, I'm enjoying it and uh, the other nice thing of it is, is the pandemic even though it's giving me a crazy amount of stress and a crazy amount of troubles and uh, taking away my money it's it's also kind of making it really fucking easy to be trans again even though I suck at it so uh, I, I, I the other thing is um I, I, I can't, I, there's so many things that have happened in the last since I made the last episode. Uh, I started the process to try to change my legal name. It's been a pain in the ass. I fucked it up. I also got a consultation for top surgery, and that on its own kind of put me into a spiral. And I just I've been having an extraordinarily hard time with this situation. I just, I've had major surgery in the past, uh, and I, I'm not, I don't like that, that's bad, you know, it's a bad thing, it's not a good thing, it's not something that you get excited about, and, and the whole process, the whole process was to me just, just heebie-jeebies are us, and I just, here's the deal, I, I, I'm a gardener, and a painter, and a bass guitarist, and a brass multi-instrumentalist. I'm, I, I, I'm sort of like a do-no-harm sort of folk. And I understand that, you know, like, I had thyroid surgery because I had a tumor, and that needed to come out. And, like, that was a necessary surgery. It was also fucking horrible to go through. It was a horrible thing. Uh, I've also had emergency back surgery that I was not able to walk for a month after the recovery. It was just about the worst thing I've ever been through. And I understand that these are like emergency surgeries that are not the same as cosmetic surgeries. But like, I, I have, I, I hate, I hate, I hate all of it. I hate all of it. I hate doctors. I hate, I hate, I hate gowns. I hate, uh... I hate everything, every single part of it, and and I, and I had to go to a to a no insurance taken cosmetic surgery place because my insurance will not cover top surgery because, in quotations, I have not been socially transitioned long enough according to my insurance. My insurance requires me to have been on hormones for two years. And I don't know what socially transitioned is, but to them, I guess it just means hormones. Which I think is crazy and stupid. Also, because everybody on the internet talks about how it's easier and faster to recover from the surgery pre-T. So, like, it's really just kind of like, I don't understand why that why that's going on. I, I'm, I, I, I'm confused about testosterone and immunity. I'm, 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 t- I'm confused about estrogen 
and hormone therapies and different HRTs with the different sort of immunity, immunity, you know, what, what's going on with your autoimmune system and then all this stuff because like, uh, my, I have different autoimmune diseases and my regular immune system has kind of been fucked by tea. So I, I'm, I'm I generally on high alert because of the pandemic. And I'm also just like I have I have I have a, a laundry list of health problems that makes me very susceptible to COVID. Why am I going into surgery it's for some fucking out of pocket cosmetic nonsense garbage right the fuck before you know what I mean? Like I'm the worst trans person in the world. Why am I not excited? I should be excited. I get so relieved thinking about this surgery and when I when I have I, I mean, just about every day is a bad chest day now. That's the other thing. Um, I, 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 I'm just skipping around all over the place. I'm just, I'm just fucking wrecked. I'm just, I'm just... There's the rock bottom that you think is a rock, but then you realize that that rock is actually just porous shit rock, and life will, in fact, just bash your head through the, through the porous rock all the way down until you get into the bedrock. It will just keep smashing you farther down. And and right when you think like this is rock bottom. Like I am there's literally rocks all above me and I am below them. I must be at rock bottom. It's no such thing. You just keep getting pushed down. So I'm frustrated and I'm sorry if it's rambling, but I, I can't. I can't with any of it. I'm at capacity. And, uh, you talk to your friends and you're like, I'm gonna do this thing. And they're all like, wow, good for you. That's gonna be awesome. Awesome for who? I got a six week recovery. You know, drains, drains in your chest. I asked the surgeon, I was like, you know, what's the scars gonna be like? Wouldn't it be nice if I had any sort of input on this? But, you know, best surgeon in town was like, no, there's, you know, we're going to get all the tissue out and you're going to have a scar all over your chest because your chest is huge. I'm sitting over here like, I've been strapping these puppies down my whole life. Ah, You just don't even think about how big they are. You just... Ignore them. So, it's just been, ah. You would think, ah. You would think it's an exciting thing, you know, but when when you suck at being trans, it's not very exciting. It's just kind of scary. And... I understand. There's no reason I would be doing this. There's no reason I would be doing this if I wasn't convinced that this was the next step. Ah. Because I know that it is. I know that it is. I know that it's going to be a good thing. I know it's going to be a great thing. I know I see everybody that's that's had it. And I, I know... I know that I will be me once they're gone. And I know that 
I shouldn't be ashamed of having a large chest. And that's strange and that people people shouldn't have to live with a body that they're ashamed of all the time. That I, I need to go have this surgery in order to stop non-stop 24-7 simmering in my self-loathing. I understand this. But I have a hard time knowing that I'm paying out of my own savings for some stranger to chop my tits off so that other people treat me the way that I want to be treated. It just seems crazy. And I know that that's transphobic of me to say, but guess what, everybody? I'm fucking shitty at being trans. And I'm transphobic inside. It fucking hurts all the time. And I, I, what do you want? Me to not be transphobic ever? The fuck kind of person isn't transphobic? If you think you're not transphobic, you must be a fucking retard. I'm not less a retard either, because you can't say anything anymore without pissing off a bunch of people that aren't in the room. The only people that are allowed to be mad are the people defending people that can't talk. So what the fuck are you even saying? Who is defending who? I'm just pissed. Like, all of it is bullshit. Everybody's allyship, performative, selfish. Everybody's everything, nonsense. No one can possibly understand what somebody else is going through. And... What is the point of me doing some stupid fucking podcast where nobody even understands what you're fucking going through? You could try your fucking hardest, but at the end of the day, you're just screaming into a microphone by yourself, hoping that that it'll make you feel better. And, and it always does. But I swear to fucking God, this is just... I, I'm shitty at being trans. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And I don't know why anybody in their right mind would write a fucking check to some guy to do what I decided to do, but I don't see any other way. And I can't wait (laughs) to get sunburned on my chest with these fucking, you know, I'm going to have 20 inches of big pink caterpillar on my chest. I'm trying to decide now, do I want nipples? Because I don't really, I don't really like the look of of the of the top surgery nipples. I know again that's me being transphobic. Go ahead, call me call me transphobic, but I'm living with it, and I'm living with the reality of of these decisions. And for me, it's it's hard, because I don't I don't I don't like the look of all of it, and 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 I understand good for them not for me I understand and I do I love and support all everybody else because it's easy it's fucking easy to just say good for you it's fucking easy it's three words it's easy to do have you ever have you ever lost something have you ever tried something like a competition and lost something and had to congratulate the person that did better than you according to a, a, a panel of strangers because I've had to do that a lot and and that's hard to do but you know something it's really it's really not that hard and also it's really really easy to support your trans friends it's really really easy to just say hey good for you here's 20 bucks for your surgery recovery I hope all's well you look great 
It's great seeing your transformation. It's really fucking easy to do that, but it is it is not easy to sit there and try to decide what you want your nipples to look like when you know that there are women who are having to make this decision completely against their will in the exact same situation that you were in years ago for your different emergency surgeries. You are, for some reason, choosing to have the worst day of someone else's life. You know, I... I just... I... I... I get it. I'm just, I'm supposed to just be like, it's all gender affirming surgery and I'm supposed to just be happy and I'm just supposed to be positive and I'm a trans resource and I'm supposed to be helping the trans children go out there and, and have all the surgeries they want before they're fucking 12 because that's what, according to the fucking nonsense Reddit nonsense, I'm, that's what a trans ally is. Somebody who just goes out there and just fucking chops everybody's tits off when they're eight. I don't understand what that is. I have never been introduced to that. I never learned about that. All I've been doing since I started this has been accused of doing that. And and I am frustrated. Also, vaguely incoherent. Uh, and, you know, I'm starting to sound quite a bit like an asshole. Uh, just been... It's just... 2020 has served me up, man. It's just, ah. Uh. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, like, you know, I'll start a Twitch and, like, talk to my gay friend about video games and, like, have a great time and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I mean, essentially, I, I haven't even got to this part, but I, I've, I've essentially had to stop identifying as non-binary out loud, at least, because people just completely disregard your masculinity. They just don't respect it whatsoever. And maybe it's just because my gay friend is an asshole. I think probably. But, um... Uh... When, when you say that you're non-binary, you might, you might as well just be saying that you're not male. And... Uh, I have discovered that, uh, being emasculated, being non-stop stripped of my masculinity is depressing me. It's making me angry. It's making me, it's making me, it's making me furious, almost. And it's kind of like, I've been, I've been racking my head, like, why did I want this start? Why did I do, why do I even do this podcast? I ask myself this all the time. Why do I even do this? Uh... And the only answer I could come up with is that I, I'm trying to figure it out for myself. And I think I have a bit of a clue. And that's that the podcast has helped me realize that I'm, I'm not like a man. I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a lady at all. I'm just a man. And... No one in my life respects that, including myself, which has been very hard. So yeah, again, I apologize deeply for being a transphobic, 
self-loathing asshole, but that that's what I fucking am, and I, I doubt that I am the only person in the world who is a, who's a self-loathing trans person, so maybe this will help somebody else, but I, I don't even, I just, honestly, I'm just embarrassed, you know, the people, people are so hateful, they're so violent, the, the news makes me sick to my stomach every single day, people, people already vandalize the fucking Breonna Taylor billboards, I just, How do, how do black people deal with this? I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I see, I see the Black Lives Matter activists, some of them just die of heart attacks. I, I fucking, I, how do, I, I worry about having a stroke, just, just from, just from all of it, honestly, I'm just, it's just, it's just too much. But... I, I don't I don't even deal with most of it. I just I'm just dealing with this this shit. And as much as I would love to say that this is like some sort of, you know, woe is me self-inflicted trans pity party. It's just all I'm trying to do is make sense of what I am going through, which is a lot. And I also, admittedly, I just haven't been playing music very much lately, so maybe this, maybe this will all help. And, I, God, it's, it's a lot of tears, but, uh, I, I am genuinely so relieved by my top surgery date. I'm very excited about this. This is very, I'm so very, very privileged to even be able to have it. Uh, and of course I am very grateful I just I just it's a lot it's a lot for me to 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 deal with psychologically and uh, I am excited to to not have to wear bras anymore I'm excited to uh, to not have to wear binders I'm excited to not have to be in denial about my chest Very excited about that. It's painful to even be in denial. I just, I've, I've just been wearing the tightest sports bras that money can buy my, my entire life. I have, I have scars on the sides of both my, my, my sides. Surgery place. It's like the best place. It's like the best place in town. 
I have to take out a loan to get it and finance it. flavored foods. I still like flavored foods, but if there's more than one flavor in the food, I find it absolutely disgusting. So like uh, chocolate chip ice cream is disgusting because it's vanilla ice cream with chocolate chips in it. If I was just chocolate chips or just vanilla ice cream, it'd be fine. It'd be delicious. If you put the chocolate chips in the vanilla ice cream, it's fucking disgusting. I can't even explain it. I, I went from like not being able to eat things that didn't have 15 types of like toppings and ingredients. Also pizza is like, I used to love veggie pizza. I used to love, like, uh, spinach, tomato, olive, you know, mozzarella sort of pizza. And now it's like, that all sounds like, why did you dump a salad on my pizza? I would like to just have a salad and then plain cheese pizza. This is disgusting. Why are you, why do people do this? Like, why are there so many flavored anythings? The grocery store should be, like, buy the things. I don't understand. Um... If I if if the grocery store was what I ate, it would literally just be uh, milk, uh, like lactose-free milk, cheese, and uh, frozen burritos, because that's the only thing I eat now. And uh, that's really strange. That's not that's not at all what my life used to be like. Also, uh, uh, I just. I just don't have any. I think. I think that. I think the other problem. So you're gonna have a really. This is a really tough sale after this whole thing. But for the first time ever in my life, I just have a genuine self-respect. Um. So I. I kind of don't waste my time with people I don't like. I kind of. I stop wasting my time. I stop wasting my time with friends that don't respect me. I stop wasting my time with people that don't respect my masculinity. And the coolest thing about being trans is that you just kind of go out, you just meet new people, and they don't know, fucking ever know that you were who you used to be. You're just, you're just a new guy to them. It's fucking fun. I fucking love being a new guy. I cut off all my hair. I no longer have any good hair, and people think I'm just like a just a bald guy. They're just like the actual fuck. Also, not a single person has told me to lose weight in like, and since forever. So I, I just, I'm kind of blown away by, uh, by, by how much happier I am being perceived as male. This is the, the happiest I've ever been in my life. But when I think about having surgery, I get really upset. When I think about being financially distressed, I get really upset. And when I think about how shitty I am at being trans and how shitty I am at, at all of it, I think, I think it's, I think I get really upset. I feel bad about all of it. Why do I share this with anyone? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I have no idea. Uh, this is 
so I'll just the whole podcast is a category of keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? So I that is a TMI.com. It should be, instead of MAI, it's TMI. You know? So I I I I I get it. It's too much, but I don't know what else to tell you. It's just what it's just what I have to deal with. Whether the mics are on or off, isn't that scary? Oh, it's so I will say I I really hated the 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 trans guys because they were non-binary phobic and ever since I just stopped talking about being non-binary and just started being a conformist trans man everything's been totally fine which I again I have a lot of beef with I just I, I don't I don't like how much nicer they are to me now that I'm just uh, you know just regular uh, man man now uh, I I still identify as non-binary. Probably the average non-binary experience. You just, you just, you just don't tell anybody. Um, but uh, to out there, everybody out there who is uh, waging the they/them war, bravo! Keep on keeping on. I'm so exhausted. I have to take a break, and I'm just enjoying the other side of the fence for a while. And and here's the deal. It's it's like it's like it's like. Whose business is anybody's business as to whether or not anybody's non-binary? It's none of nobody's business. It's none of none of them. None of it. Stop it. You can't tell somebody that they are or not are or are not non-binary. You just can't do it. It's not up to any. You can't look it. You can't act it. None of it. You can't. You can't do any of that. So if you can't do any of that, then stop policing it. And also, uh, uh. Until the time comes where it's just more normal, I guess I'm just gonna keep keeping it to myself. Okay, maybe it's a Kentucky problem, but I don't think so. I think it's uh, I think it's uh, I think it's all sorts of problem. I don't know. Ah, uh, just frustrated. Well, goodbye.